0: The picks are in for Penn State's Saturday matchup against Maryland. Taylor Stubblefield talks about his freshman duo of Parker Washington and Keandre Lambert Smith. David Jones looks at the self perpetuating cycle of a four team college football playoff. And James Franklin answers a big question that came up on special teams last weekend. I'm Dustin Hawkinsmith from Penn Live. We'll tackle those headlines coming up on the Blue White Breakdown. Penn State goes into this week's matchup with Maryland as a 25 point favorite, looking for its first win of the 2020 season. The Lions are deserving favorites with a talent edge in most major areas in this one, and the image is still fresh of Penn State beating these Terps 59 0 last season. But the Lions still have problems to solve that cost them games against Indiana and Ohio State. The Guess Among Penn Live's panel of predictors is that Penn State will get the job done. But there are still questions about the point spread and what it will take for Penn State to cover it. Maryland's offense is showing signs of life and could pose a threat to Brent Pry's defense. But on the other side, the Terrapins' defense has had major struggles and might not put up much resistance to a Penn State offense that's in need of a big showing. The consensus from Live's predictors is that Penn State will win its first game of the season, but just one of the seven panelists actually picked the Lions to cover the 25-point spread. Penn State wide receivers coach Taylor Stubblefield spoke with reporters on Thursday. He had a lot of ground to cover from his position group, which is being watched closely to start the year. The Penn State offense might only go as far as these wide receivers can take it. And on that front, we're starting to get some answers going into week three of the season. Jahan Dotson looked like a star in the making in last week's loss to Ohio State. He caught eight passes for 144 yards and three touchdowns. True freshman Parker Washington made his second straight start against the Buckeyes. And another true freshman was added to the projected starting lineup in Keandre Lambert-Smith. Stubblefield said Washington earned his role with hard work at practice, consistency, and results. Lambert Smith was elevated just this week, but Stubblefield said he's seen competitiveness and playmaking ability since he arrived on campus in January. Penn State looks committed to its young playmakers, and Washington and Lambert Smith are showing that breakout performances could be on the way soon. Penn Live columnist David Jones tackled a running trend in the current college football playoff model. It's a four team field that's been dominated by the same four schools in Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Oklahoma. Each of the past five playoffs have featured at least three of those teams, which has had an unsurprising impact on the world of college football recruiting. Those four schools continue to expand their recruiting reach. And their influence with high profile athletes who value that playoff experience. That's led to a self perpetuating run of success on the field and success in recruiting that then repeats itself. There's been constant talk since the inception of the 14 playoff about expanding to six teams or more, and most seem to believe an expansion will occur at some point in the not so distant future. Penn State will be among the programs who could benefit the most from it. The Lions rank among the best of that next tier of programs who continue to just miss the playoff. Making the playoff field could help James Franklin make another jump on the recruiting front and then elevate the program's talent level. It's all hypothetical for now, but it's also Penn State's next step to becoming an elite program. Penn State made an interesting competitive decision in Saturday's 38-25 loss to Ohio State. The Lions opted to make fair catches on three Ohio State kickoffs in that game. That meant accepting a start on their own 25-yard line, but without the upside that comes with allowing players to return those kicks instead. James Franklin explained this week what went into that decision, and he credited analytics with helping to find the right mix of risk versus reward. In many cases, Franklin said the decision to return kicks has cost teams' field position. Franklin went with the numbers, but did say it all depends on things like hang time and trajectory of the kick. Ohio State did a good job on those fronts, and we saw how that impacted Franklin's decision-making. But if other teams on the Lions' schedule don't execute as well, kick returns could still be on the table. The fair catches were head-scratching at the time, but Franklin cleared them up this week. Analytics are making the game smarter and changing the decision-making process for coaches. Penn State's kick returns are another area where the math might support Franklin's approach. Thanks for tuning in to the Blue-White Breakdown. It's available right here on Penn Live. You can also find it on Alexa, Apple, Google, Spotify, and Stitcher. Be sure to follow, like, subscribe, and rate the podcast and get all the latest from us at PennLive.com slash PennStateFootball. You can also check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. This is Dustin Hawkinsmith from Live signing off. Until the next Blue White Breakdown.